You know, right. you look, you're looking sharp. Thank you. Thank you not so much. Too, not too sharp, not too round. Just the right amount of bulbous around the face area. Oh, nice. Um, around the butt area. Yeah, you're looking at the whole me. Um, yeah. And just a few seconds ago, you asked me, uh, Zach Ferguson, do you have film news? That is literally the only thing you do for this show. And I said. Uh, I failed you again, I guess. Uh, oh, my till, Zach. But get this. Get this. <laughs> I just found film news. Really? Very obvious film news. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, the thing is, is when I think the reason why I always don't have film news is I just assume our audience are smarter than most people and, you know, know all the news. Uh, but you know what? I realized this from a social media thing. This is how you get traction. You state the obvious, then you create the discord, you know? Okay, what are you or saying? The, the conversation. What I'm saying is, even though our audience is extremely smart, I have to state the obvious what the film news is just so we can get the conversation started. Okay. So, the obvious news yeah. right out the gate what is, the obvious is news? Warner Brothers is cutting back on a lot of stuff. Oh, that is the obvious news. Okay, pissed. coming in strong. People That's good. are pissing the about street. That. Now, yes, I'm... they're they're making they're planning on making up to. I saw this uh, on a post. They're planning on making up to seventy percent of uh, of people on the creative team or the development team uh, are planned on being let go. Um, and this is big because also HBO Max. If you're not in New York, you maybe not realize this, but HBO Max has so many people I know have transitioned over to HBO Max. It is a, it was a behemoth. It really was. Like, I mean, I, I mean, who knows what's going to happen ne next, but Discovery Plus is merging with HBO Max. And, uh, oh, look at this. I just got a like. <laughs> on Twitter? No. Or on, on Instagram? Uh, on, on Hinge. On Hinge? Someone oh, just sent well... me a like. Anyways. Okay. Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> Someone thinks I digitally am cute. So I think I need a... I, I really want to have like a sound effects button. All right. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. So HBO Max and uh, Discovery Plus are coming together. Um, and uh, people are not happy. Wait, wait. HBO and... Well, the, the thing that people are really angry about is so... As fans of the show know, um, I would say 80% of my, in, by my, the official Two Thumbs Undecided Twitter, which is run exclusively by me, mm. really. Uh, you you do, like, one. No, like, I don't do anything on it. But, yeah, so, like, all the people I follow are basically all um, artists, animators. Yes. And so a lot of people are angry because they're also kind of... Um, not they're like cutting back on animators or really not caring about animation as much. Mm. Um, and then of course also animators have access to a bunch of memes. Um, and also artists love um what's it called? Independent stuff. And so people are kind of afraid of their shows. So like the two the two things that were canceled that for some reason made a lot of people angry. One I know more so than the other, but uh the Warner Brother Batgirl movie. 
Mm. That was actually going to feature Michael Keaton as an older Batman. And there uh -huh. was a photo. Yeah. Um, which I was also angry about because I don't know. I, I think Batgirl could be fun. Uh, and then the other one, which I don't, more people are angry about because of the just creativity and, and people worked on it is uh, there was going to be a sequel to that, to this recent Scoob movie, Scooby-Doo movie. Uh -huh. It wasn't a good movie, but, People are just angry whenever a big production was almost fit. Like these were like 80, if not, I think they were in the can and then they canceled it. Mm. So it's out there. It and went so from the, in the can to going to in, in the, can. the can. Yes, exactly. Uh, so now people and it never are, got to go to can. Unfortunately, right, I know no can for damn. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of stuff on uh, on HBO that uh, Max that I do. Uh, fear for I uh, I think we had I don't know if we had an episode on HBO Max but we've definitely talked about we it in the should because HBO honestly, Max is one of those shows or one of those streaming services that I feel like is everything the best. on there is quality and I got I don't know why but for some reason I can't uh, look it up on I mean I am fire. pissed at them for putting um by for trying to make some kind of meta universe because everyone needs some kind of cinematic Wait, universe now in HBO Max? Yeah. No, well, no, what's it called? The the new um 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 uh Space Jams was like, oh. let's take every Warner Brothers IP from Casablanca to The Matrix yeah. and yeah, let's but, yeah. put it in I Space guess. Jam. That was like the saddest thing I have ever seen that, that movie. That is, that is, and then it was that, like a I mean, hallmark of like, I think this was like, the, this was probably in plans with the... Uh, opening of HBO Max, it was like probably something that was like all wrapped together. Actually, I don't know when HBO but Max came out. Here's the thing: when I think of quality stuff, yeah. I what think do you of think of quality? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I don't know. Just where the writing and the production are all on point. Not to say that Hulu and all of that stuff. I just think their hit ratio on HBO, and I'm I'm talking HBO in general. Yeah, is like high quality. Also, repeat again, I'm an animation guy, and the animations they have on, uh, that they bought or have on HBO is um, really high. I mean, I'm looking at my list right now. You got Samurai Jack, which is by Gindi Tarnoski. Uh, they have Space Ghost. They have all the Adult Swim, which I think is... They also have TCM. But, um, they have, and then they have, like, Warner, they and, have old Warner Brother movies. Right. Well, you know, the two shows, so um, I just came back from camping, and mm. I went... Yeah, and after this, I want to, you know, sit back and open up a, a cold chocolate milk with some popcorn oh, and sit back and enjoy you some shows. Post that on our Instagram. I should. I will take a photo. Uh, but um, I will. You? you know what, Sam? I will actually take a photo because people want more media content. Speaking no. of media content, um, wait. I I was about to tell you what I was about to watch. Well, you went on for a while, so no. Wait, can I tell you? Yes. Please? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Okay. I know this is really uh, fun for people, but the two shows are on HBO Max. It's the uh, newest episode of The Rehearsal, which is... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's today. <gasps> oh. No, it's not today. It was. It came. It comes out every Saturday morning. Oh, really? Oh, I thought yes. it was Sunday for some reason. Oh, so I, haven't, I, don't, like, I haven't listened. Don't say anything about the third one. I, I, oh, the th it's all great. Actually, the third one was like almost... I was like almost kind of bored. And then it takes, of course, a turn. And it's like, oh, wait, that's right. This is great. Wait, sorry. Because, no, I've seen the third one. Yes, I've seen the third one. But then the other show but is... isn't um, there the fourth one just came out? 
yeah, yesterday. Yeah, okay. okay. Which I I don't know anything about. Okay, All I, know I haven't. Is I haven't. There is unlike Nathan for you. There is a storyline now. Sorry, is there more race. to the story? Oh, and uh, it's, uh, just basically saying the quality by by highlighting these two shows, the rehearsal and uh, a special uh, from Smiling Friends. I gotta find out. Here's here's gonna be something I'm gonna do special for you guys, because I work in something in which we give the final. Um, Sam was just in a movie. Apparently. I will just got credited for a movie as a color assist on Not Okay, which was the movie that got me fired. So although <laughs> Wait, I really? have the credit for it, uh, that is so your first real movie credit. There's going to be more that come out soon because like Not Okay just took up way too much time. Um, but yeah. So wow, that is so funny because I once again I didn't go on internet all week and all of a sudden I'm like, mom, our dear old mom was like, oh hey, okay, mom. so I have two things. Well, we have three things. We so another thing. Um, uh, I'm going to do this. This is going to be special privilege information for just our audience because I work in a world in which I know the specs that all of these streaming people have, and if, for the geeks that listen to this show. I am going to give you guys the specs is, for each of the this, streaming places to give you mm -hmm. an idea of like what, how people, because you said quality, and I'm thinking image quality. I'm going to show you how actual good the quality is for, these, for each of these streaming companies um, okay. because they all have different specs. And uh, this is something that uh, my fans, the Sam heads, will, will go nuts for. The other thing is... Um, Oh shit! What were we just talking about? What were you talking about? Well, I was talking about uh, smiling friends and just the quality. Um, All right. Well, I forget the second thing I was gonna say. Say, but um, we have a very special guest coming on. In he said he was running late because he's a busy man. He's a um, TikToker. They he's got a TikToker. He was in his Sue studio. Us. He was in his studio. He's coming back from his studio. They're getting um, TikTokers. They got things they to got do. Things to do. All right. You got directors who are usually drunk. They're always ASs. drunk and normally on ketamine. Ketamine. We got um, the DPs who are normally, their eyes are so like open wide. all the time. They need to close them a lot. Are you sleeping? I, uh, yeah, we had and a then, DP on once, and they looked at me. I'm, I'm like, can you stop looking right at me? And they're like, your soul, I can see your soul. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because they could see so much. This isn't ruining anything, but there's a line in the nope where uh, a DP. Wait, uh, there's a line in the what? There's a line in the movie nope. Uh, oh. You've seen it. <laughs> In the movie, yeah. nope, there's a DP in I it. I forgot it. Yeah, and he says, is... like, it's okay, you can't handle perfection. Or you can't handle the impossible. <laughs> and he's trying to I get, love... like, this insane shot. That Someone told me recently they didn't a... like... No... Oh, Good you know movie. who it was? Oh my no, God. there was only what? one person who, who said they didn't, like, they didn't no... like it. Well, you'll like this. It was, was one it Christian of Christian Imhoff? Um... No. Okay. <laughs> we also name drop on this show. He's I don't a, know if you know that about he's this. He's a buddy of mine. Okay, you know, tell he, me a shit. I think he has name. good movie taste. What's his name? He liked um he liked blood he likes Bloodsport, which is a great movie. Stupid. Did I Anyways, tell you, I no, told you the was... story about um my friend Connor um 
wait, it was okay, um, it was ahead. one of the Aaron Pauls, or not Aaron Paul. It was um, one of the Pauls, Logan Paul. Oh, what? I yeah, don't care gave, about him. No, but it was funny. He gave like a ten, almost like a three-page synopsis of why it sucked, and then people realized the reason why it sucked is basically Nope was making fun of people like him. Yeah, who do anything for, um, he was you know, the shot. He was the person on so the motorcycle. Funny. I'm trying not to give anything away. He was the person on the motorcycle. He's the TMZ. He's the, he's the, he's, TMZ. He's the DP, honestly. He's, he's the, the DP. DP. The movie is, in my mind, a perfect movie. I think uh, that this is... I don't is, know about... Perfect, no, I think it's perfect. Because I, I have not watched a movie recently that has garnered as much conversation as this movie has i'll, t- I'll tell you this i wish i saw this with you and nick yeah. instead of everything oh. at all at once because that movie i was like oh, i don't yeah. think it's good it's different i just don't think it's it doesn't well, that's not as much of a that's just pure but, feelings and you have but no no but i mean i have feelings i just think my feelings are inactivated and have activated differently and nope if we if we went out of that i would be like this is fantastic because yeah. it's it's like all over the it's like all over the place with also oh jordan's here in the same place. all right okay you um i love nope dope one Comma sec dope in the building um he might already be in the building somehow oh my goodness he's happened. in the building he's in the building everyone jordan's stuttered I hope I'm saying his name right, but he'll correct me if not. Jordan stuttered. Very nice dude for coming on the show. He is texting me. He said, up the stairs, question mark? Nah, oh, yeah. outside. Okay, I'm going to go get him. Tell um, tell the people um, some stuff, Zach. Okay. Or do you want me to just uh, play music? No, no, no. I'll, I can I can just ad lib. Okay. Uh, I'll be back in like five minutes with Jordan. Okay. All right, everybody. While Sam is gone, I have full range of this all. Uh, my plans are to eventually, uh, it's just going to be me. Uh, I've been trying to poison Sam for, I actually shouldn't say this because cops, Sam may show up like poisoned and they'll be like, well, it was Zach. Because he said it on this stinking podcast and be like, it was a joke. I don't, how can I even poison him? I'm in Pittsburgh. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I would I'd never do this show without Sam. I'm, you know, there is a, there is a thing I always wonder about is like, if either one of us get like Sam slowly, but surely becoming a color assist to just a color because that is the next thing when it comes to color assist. You're just called color. <laughs> it's very problematic, actually. Um, but it's one of those things like they won't change the name. Uh, uh, like the like the, the Redskins, they're like, it's tradition. You know, after, after you're a color assist, you're just called a color. Uh, it's, yeah, it's open a lot of controversy. Anyways, what I'm saying is once Sam becomes that position... Uh, who knows? Maybe he won't have time, or we'll just do a lot of pre-records. Or maybe once either Sam and I really hit the biz and get up there, we'll have guests on who are people like the Steve the Spielberg or the Thomas Hanks. And we don't have to do a whole Dead Eyes thing to just get uh, T. Hanks on. I can be like, hey, I need to get my buddy uh, you know, Thomas H. on, you know, talk about Bachelor Party. Or Bachelor House, 
like, hey, uh, TH, uh, Bobbins, you want to talk about burbs? And then this is my impersonation of Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, I would say, hey. Hey, I'm Tom Hanks. I'm what talking burbs. I'm trying to almost talk like a son. If anybody knows Colin Hanks, Colin Hanks is a son of um, famed ap- actor uh, T O M Hanks and wife. Duh, uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember Tom Hanks' wife. This ain't good, guys. Oh, it's uh, Rita Wilson. Uh, and for people listening at home, you're probably screaming, married in 1988. I know they were married in 1988. Uh, but what movies was she in? You freaks keep asking me. Well, of course she was in Jingle All the Way. You know, duh. Also, um, please call in to see, like, do you folks like the new imdb setup because i don't like it and i just found out that apparently i can make uh, reverse it back so me complaining about it has no need wait rita wilson was on the brady bunch no why didn't you fans at home tell me that rita wilson was on the brady bunch Uh, i think she was just a guest character i i hear i hear our people coming back so i've um uh, rambled long enough. All right. Can they hear me? Whoa. Hello. 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 Oh, man. Oh, man. Hi. 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 I just turned on your mic. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Man. Coolio. The gang's all here. Yes. Um, we've known each other. What were you for talking about? Time. I was. Um, you want me to tell me a real answer? I'll give you a real answer. Yeah, I, I was that's telling why I asked. About the future. <laughs> I was telling about the future of Two Thumbs Undecided oh, and shit. how if you ever um, got promoted from being a color assist to just being a color, mm-hmm. um, that we may either uh, you know have to pre-record or have new guests like Tom Hanks. And then I just rambled about Tom Hanks and his son. Well, I'm definitely going to re-watch this or re-listen to this when we have this put this on Spotify. But we have our special guest has come. Traveled far and wide hey, hey. Uh, to get here. Um, Jordan stuttered, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, studio audience. Yeah. Appreciate it. I wish if you guys want to call in, you can give us a call in at 718-673-8201. And uh, you can talk to Jordan if you want. No one ever calls or you in. Can call, you can call That's my it. number if you want. You can also call, call Zach's phone number, which I'm sure everyone has. Um, we're just not going to give it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, welcome for those who don't know. I mean, I always like to have the guest tell us about them. Cause what am I, I, what do I, I don't know. I don't know how to define a person. So tell me, how would you define what you are um, in this crazy world we live well, in? Well, I guess like, what do you want to know about me? You know, there's, there's multifaceted parts, but that's why like, I love, what? cause how would you describe yourself to you? Uh, someone the first time, say I'm, uh, I, I don't know, I mean, I don't know you at all, and I say, what do you do? Yeah. How would you describe yourself? Yeah, if people are finding me or this um, recording, it's probably because of uh, TikTok, mm. which is what I do as my job, and also, like, 
as my life <laughs> and what there I want to do. So I make videos. Um, I make little short films about my friends on TikTok, little mm -hmm. fairy tales, and um, also Instagram and all the other socials. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's my main. That's my main. Gig. Now, now, now. Yeah. See, Go I'm, ahead. I'm gonna. Go. Um, well, so yeah, TikTok right. is. Uh, TikTok is. It, it's not. It's not a new. Yeah, I can go talk ahead. A little. Go ahead, Zach. Um, TikTok has been around for what five, six years? Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Were you ever part of the Vine family? Were you a Vinester? Um, or... I kind of missed Vine. I wasn't like a big social media kid um, when I was younger, and so I just like saw. I don't know. A bunch of my friends had it, but I just never got on the Vine train. And I also like wasn't making a lot of uh, videos for like the internet at that point in time. Also, Vine stuff was a little bit more like it was much more like straight kind of like lo-fi comedy stuff. Yeah. Which is your work uh, has a lot of production value that goes into it. Yeah. Almost more than most of the stuff I really see on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot. How much? Give me like a rough. How much is like one budget of like one video? Do you think? How many zeros? Um, it How many zeros? <laughs> I've uh, the lowest usually is like about a hundred dollars, so that's okay. just like little props and things. But yeah. I've also spent like over a grand, almost two grand on a video before. I'm actually so. kind of surprised by that. I thought it would be more. It makes you with a lot. I mean, I guess yeah. you have a lot of the things are kind of recycled. Yeah, pretty much. And the only the main expensive things of those are if was if it's a brand deal video, I'll pay the actors or whoever's in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that drives up cost but if it's just me then the most expensive bits are like just plane tickets to get to a place mm. so um there's that but otherwise yeah i do i don't really like i do all the camera work i do all the all the lighting all the animating mm -hmm. all the sound so i don't have to um hire anybody else did you, did you go to school um for film or uh did you major in something like wildly different um, in the same realm, I went to school and studied animation. Um, so that kind of lends itself to my like storytelling videos now. But, um, I realized like animation just took so long and I spent like six weeks on a 60 second animation and I was like, this is nuts. So <laughs> I started doing more like film and video work because I could make a video and release it the same day. So, um, or you know, a couple days or something, and that was a lot more fun to me. So, mm -hmm. um, and how is? It, go ahead, Zach. It's always it's always fun when you can actually uh, produce the thing that you're making. I uh, I also dabble in animation, but uh, it it takes it takes forever, and it's yeah. driven me mad. Mm -hmm. Well, you do like every single frame, like you just do like drawings. You don't like. I think I think I do because you're like way... mixed, more like mixed media kind of a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, no, I I think that I, I think that's. I was telling somebody this weekend, like you gotta just uh, sometimes it's just about putting it out, yeah. quality and putting it out, yeah, video wise. Yeah. So so um, how did you like kind of get into your style that you now have kind of like honed into on TikTok? Like what was the process of that? Like, cause you were telling me earlier, so you start off first on doing YouTube stuff mm -hmm. and working with that. Yeah. And then you made the transition. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I think like anybody else I'd made like a couple random YouTube videos, like tried a vlog or two, tried some like 
me building stuff and making videos about it, uh, which were they were really fun to make, but nobody ever saw them, which mm -hmm. is fine. Um, but I did that, some Instagram videos, and then uh, when TikTok came around, I was like kind of bored in the pandemic, and also was like interested in what I was seeing on that platform. Like you were seeing things that you'd never seen on YouTube or Instagram before, like mm -hmm. weird people's like craft projects in their basements. You're seeing people do like I don't know, just like sheep herders in Ireland making videos. You were seeing like old like. 50 year old moms making cooking videos in their kitchens, like just the random stuff. So I was like, Oh, I also make <laughs> stuff that hasn't been seen on the internet um, in a long time. So maybe it could be seen on this platform. Mm. Um, and so I had just seen uh, the grand Budapest hotel and I was home on winter break and my friend was living at her parents hotel. And so she, I, she's also an actress. So I was like, yo, like let's, film something here. Let's just make a video. I don't know what it'll be, but we'll kind of film it in like a storybook style. And then, uh, you know, if, if anything, we'll just have a fun time making the video. Huh. And so we made it and like kind of added a little story to it of like her collecting the sticks, these sticks and like, what's the mystery of like, she collects so many, um, and like, where does she take them? And that sort of little short story kind of, uh, like overnight got a million views. And that was the first time that had ever happened to me before. And so oh, I, wow. I was like, Whoa. overnight? It was yeah. like, wow. Like the next day it had a million views. So, so when that was oh, the first time. Okay. No, I was just saying that. Yeah, that was the first time that it ever happened to me. So I was like, okay, there's something here. Mm -hmm. Then there's also like, I, I was like, wait, I have more stories to tell in this way. Like, this is kind of how my brain works. It's like all these little bits um, and pieces and little inspirations, like kind of unfurl into. Uh, stories of them of their own so i was like oh now there's a platform to tell those stories well, so something i'm always interested about but sorry it's a, um is when you saw that million views mm -hmm. did you like go out and throw yourself a little party or did you buy yourself a granola bar like what was your kind of <laughs> like pat on the bat or did you go like i gotta make more videos or yeah. I should call my grandma or something. Uh, what, did, what did you do? Yeah, I mean, like, you, you like, call your friends and you're like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, but I think also, like, the reward for a million views is the chance to make another video that has a million views. Mm. So now I knew that the algorithm was spiked and it was like there was a place for my video to be watched. And also, whenever that happens on, like, TikTok or most other platforms, um, the platform recognizes, like, oh, people like this person's video. And so it kind of like charges it up for the next video. So I knew I was like, okay, when I release the next one, there's people who have, I also like gained a bunch of followers. So I was like, okay, there's people who like this stuff. Um, let's see if we can like make something different that they'll still like. It was more like the challenge it's of like continuing to make things was the exciting part. But, um, but yeah, there was some congratulations, congratulatory texts and, and um, cheers. Made but you didn't sure. call your grandma? Uh, no, because she didn't, she wouldn't know anything, oh. you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. She used to, she was a viner. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. Like, she's vine, once viner. Vine died, it was yeah. like, no, no. more. <laughs> yeah. Viner die. The first viner thing, yeah. die. <laughs> she's like, Jordan. Her grandma is actually a huge vine head. Yeah, she's got a, a yeah, big vine tattoo <laughs> She's got a vine tattoo. Arm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have you, because like, what's so interesting about your videos, um, is it, it, there are very few, 
few TikTokers I know that tell stories, really. Mm -hmm. um, when you were kind of starting, like, did you, before even, like, you got into anime, like, have you always, like, gravitated towards, like, making stories? Yeah. Yeah, anything... Yeah, like, I, I was the kid in, in class that was, like, always drawing little doodles. Mm -hmm. And somebody, like, that's how I would make a lot of friends, too. It's, like, somebody would be like, oh, dude, like, what? draw me as a, I don't know, like, if I was on a four-wheeler and I was doing a backflip <laughs> over, like, a dragon. And I'd be like, okay. Wow. And so I'd draw that and, like, yeah, make up right. that little world and make a little, like, you know, oh, maybe wow. like a so comic strip is... or something. So. Oh, so you were you made, like, comic strips as well, like, in, yeah. like, high school? Uh, yeah, like middle school, high school. I was like, the, I was an art kid. So I was just yeah. like learning. I was just drawing, like doing cartoons and like uh -huh. um, doing kind of whatever I could to, that was like my creativity at that point. Uh -huh. Yeah. Wow. Um, for the fans at home, just so they uh, kind of see what tends. Uh-oh, you're breaking up. Started realizing. You... Hello? Hello. Can All right, go me? ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, yes, go. Yeah, now we got you. Um, so I'll repeat it real quick, uh, just to inspire the folks at home to, to see what inspired you, uh, when you first were getting into animation, what were the things that we were like, I could do that. Yeah. Um, well it was like, I mean, it's like Pixar and like Disney movies. I was like, those are amazing. Those, I feel something when I watch those, I want to make those. Mm. Um, there's also a bunch of books, like every Pixar or Disney movie has a book that's behind it. That's like the art of. Frozen, the art of Tangled, the art of whatever. And so I bought all those, like as many of those books as I could and just would like read through them and kind of study them and like try to figure out, oh, wait, this is a career. These are the people that like are behind the scenes. They show all the different like drawings of characters and different versions of them. And so I was like, oh, this is possible. This is this is something to make. As I got on with like learning more and more about the industry, um, you realize that a lot of those are a lot of those studios are bigger machines. They're huge. They're like 300 people on a movie and they might be working on that movie for like three or four years. Mm -hmm. um, and so there is a vert like that is a career path in itself. Um, but it's one where you, where I just wasn't as interested in it. Um, I kind of wanted to make stories now and do them sort of in my way versus like kind of slowly building up in a Pixar or something type company over, um, you know, whatever, five or 10 years. It's interesting now how, like, in the past, if you wanted to be in animation, you really had to do it through Walt Disney or you had to do it through these big studios. And now through, like, the um, democratization of social media, like, you can kind of, if you are good and you're consistent, you can kind of do it through, like, like TikTok, for instance, or you could do yeah. it through whatever. Um and have, I was, I'm curious because you were talking about Pixar. Like, would you want to like work for Pixar? Like, would you ever want to do something for them? Like, maybe you could be their TikTok person. Yeah, possibly. I'm sure they already they have, came, they've got a TikTok person. I don't but, know. I don't know who um, it is. I, so I would love to direct way, with them, like oh, to do something yeah, yeah, or yeah. like story advisor or something. Mm -hmm. um, I'm past the point where I could be an animator for them. They have too many talented people doing that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd love. I mean, they are the best. Pixar and Disney, DreamWorks is great too. These bigger studios are the best storytellers in the world. Like mm -hmm. they have honed that skill to a T. So to, yeah, the, to be able to work with them at some point would be amazing. But um, they don't always let <laughs> let new people in. 
um, as easy. So, um. Um, well, you can't see my face, but uh, Zach Ferguson is not my real name. I'm actually Pete Doctor. Hello. Oh my God, I've been uh, waiting for yes. you this whole time. <laughs> Jordan, I am Pete Doctor. Uh, wow. Director of Incredibles. Yeah, but you didn't say no, anything too no. bad. Inside Out was incredible no. too. Inside He's, Out. Sorry. Good, yeah. No, that's right. It was Brad Bird. That best. <laughs> Yeah, we don't talk about Brad Bird on this show. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I'm Zach Ferguson. Oh, God damn. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. That's my chance. I know. Um, though, so when it comes to TikTok, uh, is there a lot of, do you see a lot of animation or a lot of kind of animated driven TikToks or like a combination mm-hmm. of t- uh, uh, animation and live action? Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Um, not a lot of not a lot of mixtures um, because it's tough for people to do. It just takes more time. But there is like a huge animation portion of TikTok, um, which is like the like that's that's also kind of like my next sort of like venture thing is like I'm I'm gonna do more like drawing and slightly animated stories. Um, I'm gonna make like a second page for that. But um, oh, there is which is essentially like. In middle school and high school, I wanted to make I wanted to make cartoons and I wanted to make comic strips. Um, and I was like, okay, how do I be a comic strip artist? It's like, okay, you have to like work at a newspaper sort of and get an agency and be part of a syndicate and yada yada yada, like crazy kind of bureaucracy. Um, and so I was like, man, okay, I can never be a comic strip artist. But now with TikTok, like there are kids who just doodle on their notepads and they like film them in film each like frame in order and then they make their own comics and those get millions of views which is more than um like a newspaper will get so that's like their that distribution platform is is out there it's now all changed Mm-hmm. But I, I have to ask Jordan, I, I feel like you may be referencing something and I find this reference to be very funny. Are you talking about the thing where it's like a cartoon character gets rejected so they get all like buff and it has like this <laughs> there I, is, that is one crazy? version of it yeah i mean okay. you're on that's the meme side of it i think but, um, <laughs> gotcha, because that is i it's funny i was trying to think of tiktok stuff that is like that animation i'm like oh i know exact for some reason people keep sending me videos of that like carl weezer mm. getting rejected you, by jimmy's mom do you have a tiktok zach i don't think i ever asked we, you this no, I don't have a TikTok. Oh, okay. We have a TikTok. Right? We have a group TikTok. Yeah, I was about to say, do either y'all have, have a TikTok? I do or? TikTok. I do TikTok. It's funny. It's like through meeting Reese, I've met all these TikTokers, and I feel like my, I don't. My thing don't is, know. is I'm not, I'm not ready to truly get into TikTok until I absorb all the knowledge and all the. I need to read every single book ever written, and then I'll oh, go to TikTok. <laughs> um, one thing though, with social media, like working, we asked Reese this as well. And it's something I'm always very interested in. Working in social media, how do you deal with kind of the the exhaustion that comes from looking at social media so much? Um, Like, how do you, do you get exhaustion from looking at it? Like, does it feel like there's a separation? Like, oh, this is kind of work. Oh, I can do this for fun. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I think my situation is also different Uh um, than... Reese's or a lot of other TikTokers where TikTok is their life and they make it about their life. Mm-hmm. Reese is a little different because he's he's sort of making like memes and or like not memes. They're like they're just, he's just making like little jokes. Yeah. Um. 
so it's a little separated from him, but I have other friends who like, they just TikTok their lives and do selfie videos and whatever. So mm-hmm. the app is like very integrated to, I think how they live. Mm-hmm. And, um, that lends itself to a different mindset for mm-hmm. me. Like the, I don't really get exhausted from it. TikTok is like my main, also my main inspiration. Like I'm filming a video in two weeks at a location that I saw this like lighthouse that I saw on TikTok, oh. just scrolling. And I was like, that looks oh. amazing. I want to film there. So it's a couple hours away. And so like, that's where I'm going to film. Um, all of my friends, I met Reese and most of my New York friends through TikTok. So it's also like, that's my main kind of like how I, meet people wow. so <laughs> and I was, like I was, find new people so yeah i was i was wondering are there tiktok kind of like bar socials or kind of like meetups like <laughs> where the where do we if i'm starting up as a young tiktoker is there yeah. like a bar to go to where I'm all the so tic- curious y'all's hesitation towards tiktok <laughs> i mean we're on a radio show so i understand like it's not a hesitation <laughs> a hesitation maybe towards new new media yeah i guess I no know. we hate it no 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 no. well zach's just a lazy bum and okay. i uh i know i'm definitely on tiktok i just haven't i haven't made any tiktok but yeah. i i i've You're I'm, an observer i'm an observer okay. i'm definitely an observer yeah um which i know are sometimes frowned upon like i i do more yeah voyeurism Twitter. is bad yeah, I do more Twitter, but I don't really post anything. I just retweet because I'm like, oh, this is so cool. More mm. so for like archival purposes. I'm going to like yeah. look, look back and be like, oh, this was good. Like you sound Sarah like Tony. old men. <laughs> like, it's like I look at Twitter for archival purposes. <laughs> no, no, I like it. And then I retweet it so I can yeah. look back at my page and be like, ah, yes, that was good. That was good. Uh, um, you can do that on TikTok but, too. You yeah. Save videos. You can even repost videos, which is like the kind of like the retweet. I guess I, I'm I think, always worried with TikTok that um, people will start um, doing us. face. <laughs> We'll start liking us. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried that I would get too popular. That's kind of my yeah, biggest yeah, thing. You don't want that. I'm afraid. If I get a million views, I would immediately call my grandma and be like, help me, grandma. I don't know what to do. Um, I've My grandma's been in one of my TikToks now. Too, so. Oh, wait, really? the tennis yeah. one? The tennis one, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. So sometimes you can help your grandma out. You know, yeah. You. Yeah. Um, speaking of old, uh, your other videos. I was uh, watching your videos and I couldn't help but feel um, a slight inspiration from the good old Wes Anderson, especially that one with the apartment up on a tree. Um, yes. Oh, like, yeah. Yes. That's very uh, Moonrise Kingdom. That, somebody had told had like mentioned Moonrise Kingdom in my comments and I had to like like rewatch the movie. <laughs> and then I realized like, oh, there's that treehouse scene that it's like it's way up there. Mm. Um but also like being so like yeah maybe in my <laughs> it was deep, deep subconscious, subconscious but yeah that video came from like um, looking at the skies there's at the end of Central Park the southern end there's a a row of building called a row of buildings called Billionaires Row and it's the tallest some of the tallest skyscrapers in New York and they're also the skinniest buildings mm. and I was like what if there was a building that was in between those that was just like one apartment like the skinniest tower of all. That was also like almost the tallest. And so then I was like, oh, who, what kind of people would live up there? And then it was like, oh, probably the most fabulous people of New York. And so. Do you, when you're coming up with these videos, uh, how much of it is a comp, how much is it straight from the old, your noggin Noggin. versus other people who are in the video? Um, It's a, it's a mix of both. Um, When I was first starting out, I, I kind of also did like a lot of adaptation 
expectations of things. Um, not really a lot, but a couple. Like my like my friend uh, Megan, she is a very talented fashion designer. But her video is kind of an, an adaptation of like Blue's Clues because she has a Blue's Clues chair. Like the thinking chair, she has a purple version of that. So I was like, oh, we'll make a version of Blue's Clues like with this as sort of a reference, but also like her own thing. And so there'll be that. But other than, otherwise, like it's, yeah, it's just kind of all from my brain. Wow, a lot of power. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, that's the most fun. It's like I have, yeah. I, it's like only I've authored it. But it's also like I do have to watch myself because those same thoughts or same plots will repeat themselves. Mm-hmm. It's easy to make the same joke every time because you know it'll hit. But um, sometimes it, it's like a little harder to yeah stretch i don't think you've gotten uh you haven't gotten there yet yeah i've tried to stay on top of it but i like find myself narrating a lot of times too where it's like oh this person was doing this and then they did this but wait in real life they figured out this no just as i'm doing my in my i thought you're talking about how you're losing your mind and you start narrating this like random thing do you Mm. find yourself doing that at all um really okay that's good yeah I've also, had people ask me to, to narrate sometimes. <laughs> like, like yeah, I was, I was going to say, Sam and I uh, were talking beforehand. Um, uh, one, you have a very nice vo- like voice for uh, just yeah, TikTok. Very or you just, should start doing well, ASMR. Yeah. yeah um, somebody just commented yesterday, like, I need this guy to read me a bedtime story. <gasps> you, should, cool. well, you should start getting into audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. Well, to tell you the truth, um, my... Uh, my dear old mom, when we told our my mom that we were doing you uh, or interviewing you, mm-hmm. she looked up and she's like, hey, he has a very nice voice. So <laughs> that's uh, but um, to that that's end, video, that you narrate all your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you land on kind of kind of the tone you have for your because um, you could you could narr- or if that's just the way um, you but it seems very specific kind of just kind of like a very sultry like no matter what the action is happening um yeah. it's always very like mellow uh, kind of almost like a trademark of your your storytelling yeah well thank you um mm. i and yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious it is a certain tone I, it's something i might like switch up sometimes sometimes i feel the need to like i'm like oh wait this is an action scene i should be like and then they were running and going to blah, blah, like trying to go faster but I think like one of my favorite movies is uh, the Princess Bride, uh, and it's like I love that that kind of aspect of this grandpa who tells the story this kid, and Beer that Falk. is like yeah, Columbo. It's, like, it's the the sort of yeah like here like sit down and I'm and like here I'm gonna tell you a story. Mm-hmm. This is this is how it went, mm-hmm. and I think that's like when I think about like elementary school. That's my favorite, and like even like younger years, that was my favorite time was when the teacher would like be like, okay, you know, we've, we've done math all day. Um, but here, I'm going to tell you a story. Mm. And like, we'd all sit down around and like, listen to the teacher tell us a story. And sometimes I was from a book. We, I had a really amazing teacher, Miss Augustine, who was like, she would just tell us straight from her brain, like some, some shenanigans that she would get up you with. You should get her on a TikTok. <laughs> I know. I haven't, I haven't talked to her in a long you, time. Oh, okay. Um, she might, Actually, live in like Mexico now. I think she oh. retired from teaching and she just well, kind of moved away to do her own I thing. I had one she teacher who pointed at they. She said like, "I this is why I do. You guys know why I teach? 
And she said, I'm looking at it. And we thought that she was looking at us. But then she pointed to the back of the room and she had her vacation home. Oh, my God. Like, taped to the back. She was a horrible teacher. She taught uh, algebra. Um, I would not have her on the show. (laughs) Oh, wait. There's some teachers I I would have on the show. Oh, you invited her? Yeah. That actually would be really fascinating if, like, we brought on a teacher who we both loved and then a teacher we hated. And we would just talk to them. That's so nice like a of battle, us. yeah. Yeah, and we would have them battle it out. I was like, why are you a better teacher? Than-? No, that they was They actually horrible. had to fight each other. <laughs> they actually had to fight, even though it's a radio yeah. show. Um, um, but, Jordan, I I honestly, um, I mean, so you've been doing this for, see, pandemic. It's either been going on for three years or for 100 years. Yeah, 30,000 30, um, years. How, how long have you been at this? Twitter game. Um, TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You Twitter? said Twitter. Twitter. You know, There's I, other I platforms blame, out uh, there. Man. He has yeah. dyslexia. That's what I said. <laughs> no, I, I was about to blame it on that, but really it's just they both start with T's. But yeah. TikTok. TikTok. Um, full time, like about a year and a half now. Okay. I quit my job last June. So. Oh, shit. Or I guess a year. When you quit your job, shit. how did that, like, I feel like quitting your job to like follow your dreams, that's always like a. Did yeah. you like talk to your boss and like, hey man, I'm not coming like, in today? Or I'm how was it a like a very victorious yeah. kind of like, yeah, what were you doing before? Um, like, I was working at an ad agency, Vayner Media. Um, oh, yes. So, yeah, if you know Gary Vee and that whole thing, it's that's his ad agency. But yeah. um, so they, everybody there is like pretty social media minded. Uh-huh. Um, and it's funny, like we were making TikToks for companies and brands. And um, that was my job, was just like cutting up. Um, Instagram and Facebook ads for these companies and we were also like they would we would do a lot of Instagram and Facebook ads and they'd be like okay we need to do a TikTok and I would like pitch an idea or one of my coworkers would and then they'd be like ah that's like that's too much like that's too crazy like ah we're just gonna stay on on Instagram or whatever and then I'd be like okay and I'd go and like make my own TikTok video and at that point and get a couple million views on it so um yeah, it's like a funny, that was a funny world. But um, yeah, I think like the people I worked with, they they understood, you know, they had seen at that point, I had had a, a video do like 15 million, another video do 12 million. And um, I had, yeah, I think I was like 500k followers at that point. And also I was like me, I was like getting brand deals. Like I was, there were some meetings at work I'd started to miss because I was like, I can't, <laughs> I have to film today. Um, yeah, and then Michael Jordan wants me. Yeah, yeah, big in Chicago this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> Except it was, it was like Tostitos or something at that point. But, uh, <laughs> Same thing. What's the, difference? Yeah, what's the difference? Yeah, they both have shoes. But yeah, They're I started. Not- <laughs> 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 I don't wear those shoes. Space- Wait, also, yes, sorry did. to completely knock your story. Did you guys see that? Um, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, not Jimmy Kimmel. Um, set the one of the late time late night Jimmy. Seth Myers. Seth, no, not Seth Myers. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy now has yeah. his own shoe. Yeah, the Gobstomper. The Gobs. There you go. Are you gonna get one? It looks sick. It um, actually kind of looks pretty good. I did not know this, so it looks yeah. pretty good. It like falls apart, or like as you wear it, it changes color, and like some of it like starts kind of like. Yeah, falling. it's like layers of rubber and paint. So it's like as you scrape it, the layers rub off, and yeah. so then it changes bits. Yeah, of it. but. Does the Willy Wonka brand, will they sue? I feel like... Oh, yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, Hopefully, yeah. they're IT. I think it was done with Mischief. So yeah. it's the same company that did the um, Satan Tears or oh. Satan Blood 
uh, oh, this does look some like a the, nice shoe with the Nike shoes. So they've, I think they've been sued a couple times. Ah, oh, <laughs> well, yeah. we could do it again. They're used to it. Yeah, we'll start a, a petition <laughs> to sue them again. Um, so, sorry, uh, so I yeah, I completely interrupted you. Uh, your story. Um, what was it? To, oh, when I I've quitting my job. Yes. Um, tell me the day you quit your job. What was that like? Was it everyone kind of knew that it was happening? Um, yeah, like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of tough because, like, I think a lot of my coworkers, like, there were other graphic designers with me who, like, they knew kind of what was up, and um, because I, I was missing a lot of meetings at that point, and like, or like, I would just I was not do. I was not a great employee mm. that, last, that last month or two. Um, mm. And yeah, they'd also seen like I would leave, <laughs> I would like leave work at the end of the day and then like they would kind of all go home and do their thing and then like I would go out to a TikTok event or some brand event or something and then uh-huh. I'd be posting that. So they're like, okay, we know Jordan's like doing his thing. Um, I think my supervisor, it was like a little bit tougher because um, I think he was really trying to like get just the team as any good supervisor should. He was just trying to get the team in like a good place to like uh-huh. move to the next thing. And at that point, like I, I was like, I have to kind of go off and do, do my own thing. Yeah. So, um and you, yeah everybody kind of got it though because it's like that's that's sort of the goal is to is to learn from a company and then move on i think and, a lot of people get stuck sometimes yeah um do you and when did you like make your art studio was that during your time when you were working there or did you once you became full-time you're like okay now i need a studio yeah i've had two studios and i'm working mm-hmm. on the third um the first one i've always like i'm from texas so i grew up building like decks and fences and tree houses and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always like loved to have a, a place to build. Um, especially like I built a lot of furniture that I have and like, I, cause I couldn't afford anything else. Um, so yeah, I needed a space for that. And, um, so yeah, I built the first, all of that was when I moved to the city for this job at the advertising agency. Mm-hmm. And so I've been with them. I've been in the city now, I think five years and I was with them for three, three and a half or four. So, um yeah i've always had a studio space and i've always i like to make it look cool yeah <laughs> and i like now, to make it mine because you're one be just you're now have uh you're at 368 right yeah which is like the casey neistat produced or mm-hmm. funded uh studio yeah. tell me so like your style as well is a is definitely a variation but it especially having the studio uh seems to be inspired somewhat by casey neistat yeah, like his kind of work ethic, um, and having that kind of like very clear cut studio that everything is very meticulously placed. Um, was he an inspiration on your career? Yeah, I think seeing his videos and especially his kind of ethos or like mantra, I don't know the exact word, but just the goal of like to make videos, making videos is so hard. So if you're gonna make them, it's gotta be. You got to make it as easy for yourself as possible. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're going to have a workspace, everything better be like accessible and like organized. So like, you're always ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then kind of like looking at some other, like Tom Sachs is a big influence because I love, I just love his, his artistry and the way he builds. Um, Daniel Arsham has like a couple lighting installations that I really love that are like aspects of the studio. Um, there's also like, I've, my past studios have had this blue grid, which was like influenced by an animation, like the animation programs I used to use. 
um, they always start out with a grid and it's from there you build everything else. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of different kind of influences, influences there. Um, I'm also interested as well with, uh, so like you started this during COVID. Mm-hmm. How many people have you met in TikTok have started from that, from COVID? Because I feel like most of the people I know, it started off out of like sheer boredom during COVID mm-hmm. and like trying to just, some people just started making videos and they just happened to be good. Or as like with you, you had like one thing that you're doing. Does that seem to be like kind of the trend as everything was COVID? Yeah, there's like, <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of like COVID babies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like TikTok as a platform grew so much during that time. Um, you had so many people stuck at home and they were on their phones and just looking for stuff to do. Meanwhile, they were hearing like news and you were seeing people like share onto their Instagram stuff, mm-hmm. onto their Instagram stories, like videos funny videos, almost Vine-like videos from this app called TikTok. So yeah. like, oh, okay, I'll go check it out. Mm-hmm. And then you get on TikTok and you're following nobody. So you're kind of freely, like Instagram now and, and most platforms, you're like a little more careful with who you follow. Mm-hmm. You've already got a thousand, two thousand people you follow. Like, yeah. why add another person? Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a time in TikTok where everybody was getting on board. So they were like down to follow whoever, anything they saw interesting. And so a lot of my friends like gained followers and gained audiences during that time. Now, um, do you think that the era of that kind of good tidings, because YouTube went through that in like the early 2000s, do you mm-hmm. think we're still in that era of TikTok where it's like everything, anyone can kind of start up? Because now, now YouTube is like very like, you know, run by corporations and it just seems like it, there's mostly it's like a lot of ads and it's just a lot of like late night talk show hosts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd say like, I mean, Casey Neistat, I feel like was kind of like the tail end of that kind of like being able, do you think we're still in a time and take TikTok where like anyone who's good can kind of start off and um, be successful? Yes. It's the only, um, it's harder than it used to be. It's mm-hmm. a lot harder. Um, even I like haven't seen a lot of growth since the tail end of like the COVID years. Um, but it's the only platform where growth is possible. Mm. Um, there's no other Instagram's not going to show you to anybody. YouTube isn't going to show your stuff to anybody. Maybe on Shorts, maybe on Reels, but TikTok is the only platform that it still will still bring videos to your feed that have like a hundred views. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those videos are garbage. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're not always it's, like you just, but you just skip past them. You it's just always, like, it's one swipe, but sometimes they're really interesting. And it's so always that, weird. Whenever I get a video that has like two likes on it and it's the worst video I have ever, it's like someone forgot they had the camera on yeah. and then somehow uploaded it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I'm normally seeing like some kind of level quality where it's just like, at least it was intentional. And then sometimes that happens and I'm like, wow, this thing already. Oh, sorry. I just got a fucking this thing. has. Oh, my God. Okay, while Sam's getting hit up on uh, Hinge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big news. Yeah. You know, you can mute that, (laughs) Sam. I now know. Okay, still getting our text figured out after four years of doing this. Go ahead, Zach. Oh, Um, you said anyway. Oh, sorry. I was making fun of you for Hinge. Oh, mm-hmm. bastard. Um, so we, we're coming we're coming down to the tail end. We have three uh three minutes left. Um oh, I'm, 
Oh, God. That... I have, oh, I have a question. Uh, you know, uh, since we are at the end, uh, yeah. and the end is the present currently, but the future is coming up. That's your the... question. No, <laughs> no, that is the lead up to the okay. question. Kind of like a Carl Sagan. Don't ask uh, the I don't know. Well, you know, um, <laughs> Jordan, what does the future hold for um, your creative output? Yeah. Um, different projects. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to try to do like more illustrated and like animated projects. So. Um, I'm hoping that'll kind of turn itself into some children's books or um, just kind of other avenues I haven't like been able to explore yet. That would um, be so cool doing a children's book. Yeah. A TikToker oh, going to children's book? Mm -hmm. I have not heard of such a thing. That's yeah, that's why you got to get on what? the app, bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main reason you haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> I like Reese also kind say, of was shitting on Zach. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zach, you should get on TikTok. Also, if you're going to be doing animation stuff, let's all just turn on Zach. If you're going yeah. to work in animation, Zach, you should really start doing TikTok. You know what? I'm I'm doing this interview in the shower with it on because you guys can't see me crying. Mm. <laughs> I would do it in the rain, but it's not raining right yeah. now. So. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, could uh, is there any um preview for what the children's book would be about? Like um, right words? now it's mainly like the stories that I have done. I'm going to kind of just draw those out mm. and uh, make them illustrated. But also with that, there's like aspects that I can't do on camera because I don't have a, a budget for CG. So uh -huh. <laughs> there's like, I have some like little grass type characters that are like sort of like little turtles that have grass on their backs. Um, and well, so those are fun. There's like some other imaginary things that I'd, I want to like draw out and do versus um, film. If you ever need a CG guy, we uh, had someone on our show recently who's a friend, um, Mark, um, oh, who does yeah. really great, like high quality CG art. You can right. probably do it for barely cheap. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I mean that's kind of, I guess that's kind of it because we have thirty seconds left. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me on. For, oh, was a little late how today. can we follow oh, you? Is there? What yeah, your what's your socials? Uh, quick. Uh, Jordan stuttered. Uh, on everything. So that's good. There hasn't. I am always worried that like. Nice and easy. Sam Ferguson is, unfortunately is a very um common name. Mm. So I've had to, I've had to, make do. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, tune in next week. 